What if I told you that making your kids millionaires was a very attainable goal? Our guest today is Dee from Kids Money Academy. Dee is a CPA, a finance instructor at UCLA, who likes to have conversations with adults about teaching kids smart money habits. Today we're going to talk about how do you actually utilize some of these tools that are available for parents to start introducing smart money concepts for kids at the same time as actually really making money. So we're getting into the weeds of how do you set up proper accounts such as custodial IRAs or Roth IRAs, and are they really the best tools for what you're trying to accomplish? So tune in into this conversation. You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging, but in 21st century, Financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Sherbunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hello, Money Bosses. Anna's here, and welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. I'm very excited for today's conversation for the, with a good friend of mine. Her name is Dee, and she launched a few years ago a Kid Money Academy. Um, really, probably, and she's going to tell us a lot more about the, you know, her reasons for doing that, but I'm really excited when I came across this concept altogether because I am excited about teaching people how to do better with their money, but when it comes to kids, it's like 10 times more magnified. So um, we're going to talk about specific tools of how you can actually create millionaire kids, and I know I'm totally stealing it, um, <laughs> this from you, Dee, but first of all, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Hi, Anna. Thank you so much for having me. Yay, awesome. So let's kind of dive into it. I'd love for you to share with our listeners, how did you get started with this topic? Why Kids Money Academy? Like, what is it that you do over there? <laughs> All great questions. So I help moms raise millionaire kids with generous hearts. So that's my mission. And um, Kids Money Academy started uh, back in... Um, 2020, actually, in the midst of um, midst of COVID, um, I started this company. And um, while I'm working uh, full time as a CPA, I'm also teaching at UCLA. This was um, I realized that Kids Money Academy teaching kids about money and helping parents um, was my call. Call so um, that's why in the midst of um, you know COVID and chaos, um, I decided to start a Kids Money Academy, and um, I'm glad I did because I um, our Instagram account grew really fast in in a year. We now have uh, over sixteen thousand um, followers, uh, parents who are interested in teaching their kids about money. So that makes me um, incredibly happy. Um, how I started um, Kids Money Academy is I um, actually 
uh, immigrated to the States about 20 years ago. And when I came to the States as a very young adult, um, I had um, I had no money in my pocket, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't have a lot of resources, um, but I had the will and I knew that if I work hard and if I... Um, if I follow the certain path, um, I will be okay. So that's what I did. And I reached uh, financial freedom um, in my, um, you know, late, late 30s. Um, so after becoming a mom, um, it became obvious to me that the, the knowledge that I have that I need to share with younger generations, because um what I realized growing up, um, my even though my parents didn't have a lot of money, um, the most important gift that they gave me was the abundant my, money mindset. And that also enabled me to um, create this wealth in the United States, uh, starting from zero. And I want to share all of my secrets with all the parents and all the kids so they can also live their dream life. Yeah, thank you so much. It's it's exciting to hear your story, and I like I have goosebumps because I can relate to it so much. As I, my family immigrated as well, and I was a young young teenager too. And so, um, if I had known those principles, and I think uh, maybe this is actually one of the reasons I ended up being a financial planner, and you know, um, have my own business now to educate, you know, obviously and work with adults, but for the same reasons, right? You just it's like you go through experiences in life and then you find out like, oh my gosh, this is, this is awesome. But I am too, um, once I became a mom, everything is just like tenfold now. <laughs> you yes. like, you've got to know these things. So I am always looking for ideas and tools and suggestions and, um, and secrets, right? Like what is your, what is your secret sauce? So let, let's talk about, it. and I love this, this phrase you use, for, um, you know, creating millionaire kids. And it's very true. Like you really start early or as early as you can. Right. Well, and especially like when they're like so little that, you know, you can create anything out of them you want. Um, so that these habits and we're talking about financial habits, right. Grow with them as they become adults. So, um, I'm interested in, in the conversation today around, uh, a particular tool. And I know that you talk about it a lot in your circles. Um, and, um, particularly, you know, maybe for, this might be more appropriate for, for kids that are just a little bit older and have already earned income, but it is something that a lot of parents need to be aware. So we're talking about Roth IRAs uh, and particularly custodial Roth IRAs. So let's start by defining what is a custodial Roth IRA? It's basically an individual retirement account for kids. Um, so minor is the account owner. However, parents are the one managing the accounts, this retirement account until they be, they turn 18 in some states 21. Uh, but they are the owner of the account. So it's an individual retirement account. Mm -hmm. And how, so when you say a minor, how, what is the, is there a minimum age at which a parent can open? Like what, can you open it for two and a half year old? Yes. So actually, let's talk about the eligibility rules for Roth IRA. So there are three eligibility rules. Um, the, the first one is, um, the first one answers your question. There is no minimum age to open a Roth IRA for your child. 
Um, so you can open a Roth IRA um, as soon as they are born, if they are a Gerber baby, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like if they are, you know, because the second eligibility rule is they must have earned income, earned mm-hmm. income in IRS terms. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, if you have a newborn and if your newborn is modeling, then yes, you can go ahead and open the Roth IRA for your child. Uh, but otherwise, you probably have to wait a little longer to make sure that they have legitimate earn income to open that kind of account. Um, and then the last one is they must be younger than 18 years old. Mm-hmm. So anyone younger than 18 years old can open a, a custodial Roth IRA um, if they're older than 18 years old, then it's going to be a just regular Roth IRA, right? They're not eligible for custodial Roth IRA anymore. And then once your child's, let's say your child opens up a, a custodial Roth IRA, once they turn 18, that custodial Roth IRA becomes the Roth IRA. So there is, you don't need to take any additional action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so the, yeah, so it sounds like pretty much if you can figure out a creative way where your child can start earning money, preferably as soon as possible, <laughs> because everyone knows how expensive kids are, right? Yes. <laughs> then, then, then you can start to actually right, allocate the funds into this account. So um, how do you set it up? Is it just like just a, like a regular account you would open at any brokerage house? Where do you go? Um, yes. Do so, yep. Uh, great question. So, not uh, not all brokerage firms will have will offer custodial Roth IRAs. So there are uh, the big ones: uh, Fidelity, Charles Schwab, Ameritrade, um, Vanguard. They all offer custodial Roth IRA. Um, however, when I uh, went on their website and tried to open one, they all require uh, different things. Um, what I mean by that, the easiness of the op- opening an account is dif- differs from from one firm to the other. Um, when you look at the Charles Schwab, uh, Ameritrade, and Vanguard, you actually need to call in their customer service, and you need to fill out their form that's available on their website, and you need to mail out that form um, to their center, and you know how you know it's going to take longer to open mm-hmm. that kind of account. So it's not as easy. I find Fidelity, which I have no association with it whatsoever. I find Fidelity is the easiest one to open because you can literally go on their website and, and open a Roth area. You don't need to fill out a form and mail out um, anything. So Fidelity is my favorite among all brokerage firms. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for that too, because I, you know, I, it's for most of us parents right now, the quicker we can do it, the the most likely that it's going to get done. <laughs> exactly. And then I, I have a, another suggestion. Like if you have everything with Vanguard, your retirement account, your, your regular brokerage account is with Vanguard and you're not familiar with Fidelity, I say go with what you already know what you already have make this process as easy as possible for you and your family because uh, the last thing you want to do is a dif- learn different portal how that portal works and set up new username and password for a different different um portal 
So I would say just go with or, what already you have. And let's say your brokerage firm doesn't offer one, then go with Fidelity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. Just keep it keep it all organized. Simple, so, yeah. <laughs> so where um, once you set it up, um, obviously you have to most likely select an investment, and we're not going to get into a whole lot of uh, discussion today because it's a lot. It, it really centers around um, an individual choice risk preference and all of those things that um, you should be discussing with your financial planner. Um, yes. <laughs> but, but do think about, I will give you a little tip too. Um, do think about the fact that your child is very young and you have a lot of time. And so when you do have a lot of time and we get into investing space, that means you could probably take a little bit more risk, right? With your investment because you have time and for that reason, the money should work harder. So I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> so yes, um, I agree with that approach. Uh, earlier years, definitely they have they have room to invest in more aggressive investment vehicles, and then um, and then as time goes by, you can change the composition of the investments. Yes, exactly. It sounds very similar to if if a lot of listeners here have. 529 accounts for college savings. Um, a lot of times you like pick a target date fund or date, uh, the, the fund is centered around when your child starts uh, a college education. Yes. So I'm sure you can, you can look at similar vehicles um, or uh, assets um, to put into the, into the account. So my next question is, okay, we've got this all set up. Um, it's all good. We funded it. We picked the right investment. What can we use it for? So is it just like a, an account that sits there and we don't touch it? What, what do we do with it? No, actually you can use it for, um, you know, pay for your child's college education and you can, uh, up to $10,000, they can take out the money and pay for their down payment for their first home, penalty-free, um, uh, tax-free. Um, so definitely there are other ways that you can use that money. But when you are opening it, as you know, there are other custodial accounts that you can open for your child, like UTMA, UGMA brokerage firm, brokerage accounts, uh, 529 custodial Roth IRA. So all those three accounts, three different accounts, they serve different purpose. So for if you're opening a custodial Roth IRA for your child, I would strongly recommend that you keep the money there and know the purpose of that account and don't hide it from your child. Um, You know, be open book uh, with your child when you open this kind of account and uh, teach them how to manage the account because last thing you want to uh, you want them to do is when they turn 18 they feel like they want a lottery and they can go and spend the money so mm-hmm. i always recommend um you know, having a, when you're opening a custodial accounts, any type of custodial accounts or 529 account, have a strategy um, going into um, and opening these type of accounts. Because if you don't have a strategy and if you put all your, you know, eggs in one basket, let's say you open um, custodial Roth IRA, thinking that you can just take the money out and fund the whole college education with that, um, or um, you know, put all your money into 529, but then your child doesn't go to college. Um, or let's say you only use UTMA, UGMA accounts where 
you know, it can um, if it can impact financial aid twenty uh, plus percent, um, then then you are gonna find yourself in a tough spot uh, when it comes to you know spending um, taking out the contributions from your accounts. So I strongly recommend having having a strategy while opening um, these type of accounts for your kids. Hey, money bosses, are you ready to get your financial life in order? Once and for all, as soon as possible? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together, but just don't quite know how? I am with you. I've been there. I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order. It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my money flow system, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances, even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, you will never have to worry about budgeting and who likes that budgeting thing anyway. You will stop accumulating debt and create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off. You will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are. You will never have to miss a single bill again. And you will always, always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts. So head over to money-flowsystem.com to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less five or five weeks. Guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. Yeah, also, I think we um, we should probably mention that um, because it's a Roth IRA, there's different types of IRAs, right, that exist up there. Um, and, and Roth is the type of account where you fund it with the money that you pay taxes on already, right? Um, Correct. But, but what, what happens with the money when you take it out down the road? It comes so, up. So the Roth, the nice thing about Roth IRA, uh, it grows tax free, right? So because you paid money, your child uh, already paid taxes on the earnings, um, the money will grow tax free. And when they take out the money, it it is going to be tax free. So that's that's the beauty of it. And some people ask, just like you said, why Roth IRA? Why not just? open an IRA for your child. Why are you recommending Roth IRA? Because your child most likely is in the lower tax bracket right now. So for them paying a tax on the earnings right now, instead of on the earnings later in the life, it uh, is going to save them a lot more money. Um, So that's the reason why you want to go with the Roth IRA instead of traditional IRA. Yeah. Take advantage of the time to get the money grow, right? Compound and, and grow tax free. Yes, always. I, I, um, one of the things I ask the parents when they come to me, um, okay, 
and then they are not sure if they want to open their Roth IRA or not. I, the first thing I ask, okay, what does your child have more than you, you have? And, and the answer is time and energy. Probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Both. <laughs> yes. So they do have time. Definitely time is on their side. Compound interest can the, can um, do wonders. So let give that opportunity to your child um, and to to become a millionaire, basically. Yeah, exactly. So um, we touched up on this a little bit, but I think maybe we could um, cover this this topic too in, in context of the Roth IRAs. But um, let's explain to folks like the pros and cons of, of the Roth in comparison to, for example, UTMA, UGMA, and then 529, because these are the most like common vehicles, right, that you see parents talk about. Um, so if we were to say Roth IRA is good or better or worse as compared to those other two. Um, yes. So that's a great question. So, so let's talk about, um, let's talk about pros. Okay. Um, let's talk about pros. So your child, um, when you invest money in the Roth IRA, it is not going to impact the financial aid. Um, and that's important because um, financial aid, FAFSA, does not count your child's retirement account as an asset. Um, versus when you put money in the UTMA, UGMA, you will get um, not, I don't want to call it penalized, but it is going to impact your child's um, financial aid eligibility. Um, also, with the Roth IRA, I think both Roth IRA and the UTMA, UGMA, you have a lot of flexibility with the investments um, mm-hmm. that you can make. You know, you can um, invest in individual accounts, you can invest in um, index funds, ETFs, uh, whatever you want, you can invest versus 529 plans, they usually have more limited invest, investing options, depending on what states you want to um, you wanna go with. They have a set investment um, options and you pick one of those. You don't go and pick um, an individual stock when you sign up with 529 plan. So that's also another pro. Um, and then Roth IRAs, they usually have, you know, low fees, um, depending on the brokerage firm you open, but they, they do usually have um, low fees. And then for um, taxation is the big one is, is your money grows tax-free. Um, once uh, once your child uh, pays taxes on the earned income, um, the, any money that's put into Roth IRA grows tax-free versus UTMA, UGMA, you have to, your child has to pay taxes on the earnings uh, when they realize the uh, gains. Um, so that's how it works. Uh, and it, it, it will be on your child's tax bracket. It's not going to be on your uh, tax bracket. Having said that, um, still they will be taxed um, versus in the Roth IRA um, that uh, the earnings grow tax-free. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the, I think, I guess I did the comparison, um, but. 
and and obviously 529 is completely um it is and i i always think that i think parents misunderstand like the 529 account is actually account that parents own the child is just a beneficiary so even though like it's for the kids yes true it's for their college education <laughs> the kids um the kids never actually own the account and the parents do and so um there's i mean we can we can spend a whole other episode talking about just the 529 plans because they're so unique and interesting and there's definitely a purpose and i like how you approach this concept like what's the purpose and why do we need to set up an account to begin with um, and then we go from there. Because again, all of these accounts are great tools. It just depends what you want. Because maybe your child does not have uh, an income, right? So then we can't really go the Roth IRA route. Um, then we have to look at other options. Exactly. Going back to your uh, comment about 529 and ownership of the, the different accounts. Um, yeah, so that's actually one of the pros of 529 because um, a lot of parents, they don't like giving the ownership to like, they don't like the idea of transferring the ownership to the child when child turns 18 and 21. Uh, with the 529s, uh, parents, uh, parents are the owner and they have full control over the money uh, versus UTMA, UGMA um, and custody or Roth IRA, your, your child will be the owner once they turn 18. That's why teaching um, you know, financial literacy is is crucial because let's say you started UTMA, UGMA when they're born um, and they you put money, $3,000, and then uh, if you put it in the index fund or something like that, by the time they're 65, I think I did the calculation, it's they they hit a million. Um, mm-hmm. But then um, someone said in, my, in the, uh, one of my posts, the comment is said, Okay, you are going to put that money in and then uh, next 18 years, you are going to spend your time teaching your child not to waste that money. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I thought that was really funny, Uh, which is just true because you really have to then then pay attention, uh, pay attention how you approach this money money topic with your child yeah i think ultimately and that is really what your mission is with kids money academy is like yes these are great tools parents need to know them that's why like we educate parents on this on these topics but it's ultimately like getting the kids involved and yes um, at the end of the day that's all it's going to matter because yeah you can have that great account set up and you know, you show it to them when they're 18 and they're like, like, okay, great. Off I go. (laughs) (laughs) And that's exactly what we're trying to avoid. Just talk a little bit about like, what do you guys do um, in terms of what kind of educational tools do you have um, at Kids Money Academy? So um, I do have a, I do have a course on specifically Roth IRA for kids. Um, It it is um, geared towards parents who wants to invest their child Roth IRA. Um, so I teach um, everything you need to know about Roth IRA for kids. So that's um, definitely, we, we get a lot of good feedback on um, that. Um, I believe knowledge is power, right? So you want to have the knowledge uh, first, and then decide how you want to approach these different accounts. You don't want to just go out there on Instagram or TikTok consume the information um, and then make make your decision based on some, um, you know, per, 
personal finance guru um, and and put yourself in a tough position when it comes to applying financial aid for your child or other other you know tax implications you want to make sure you surround yourself with the right experts uh, when you're opening these type of accounts um Another thing I want to mention is the oxygen rule. Um, as you know, um, a lot of parents, they do come to me and they ask about these accounts. But um, first question I ask to them, do they contribute their own retirement account? Um, mm-hmm. You know, are they taking care of their own personal finances first? I know we want to give everything we have to our child. Um when they're born, when we are raising, we want the best for them. But um, one of the best, um, one of the best uh, gifts that you can give to your child is financially being secure as a parent. Because as you get older, your needs will change, and you don't want to become the financial burden for your child. Um, so once you know that you're confident, you are you are under a road to take care of that, you're on the path to take care of your own retirement, you're confident, then, then the next step is to consider these different types of um, accounts for, for your child. So I want to quickly <laughs> mention that. Uh, yes, I, I'm glad you brought this up because yes, you, you're right. The, the, the parents get these blinders on. I'm, I'm totally wearing them every day. Because I, um, as funny as it sounds, but uh, thank God I have two computers because I, I, I don't know how, but I forgot my computer today. I, I drove over to the office and I opened up the car. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have my laptop or I don't have my backpack. So yes, it's like these kinds of things, because life is so hectic, are so important to like, okay, gotta, it's, it's, remember, I like another uh, analogy for that. I do use it with my clients is, um, you know that that example when they talk about like when the oxygen when you're on an airplane when the oxygen mask drops off you first put it on yourself and then you give it to a child and like I, I think for the longest time I was like but that's not fair you save them first yes. <laughs> right I'm like no you you save yourself first and then you take care of them so yeah that's fantastic that's a great reminder so all right we're talking about Kids Money Academy how do how do our listeners connect with you because you definitely have great resources for them to check out. Uh, definitely so there are a couple of ways that uh, everyone can reach out to me one is the instagram that's where i hang out this in this stories you can see on a daily basis what i do on my feed i share um i share a lot of uh valuable information i believe um the community is active so we learn from each other too in the comment section people um the parents are very active and they they share their uh their experiences as well. So Instagram is my favorite favorite place to hang out. Um, also, you can always go to kidsmoneyacademy.com. Uh, I do have a blog. I do share um, articles, blogs, um, uh, periodic basis. So you can always check out. Those are longer, longer, um, you know, blog posts, uh, longer than Instagram Instagram feed uh, stories and things like that. So that's a great place to get some information. Also, I do have um, on the Kids Money Academy 
Um, com. I do have a shop where you can see the products that I offer um, to help you and your child in, in your journey. Hey, Money Boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.